Jenna fakes. Fitzpatrick! Maddie Fitzpatrick breaks the deadlock. Oh, it was like the breakwater. But the waves got too big. Australia piled on the pressure. That was the Australians winning last night the hockey ruse over the host nations, Japan, to continue their winning run. And you just heard a very brief snippet of some of her best work, and that is SEN's <laughs> Georgie Parker, who's in special comments for the Seven Network. And may I say, you have – well, I always knew you had it in you, but I didn't realise you are as good as you have been. You have been outstanding, GP. Nice work by you. Oh, thank you, Goss. Um, I've had that a lot. I've been very, very, people have been very, very kind to me on social media. I'm just trying to make sure it's, it's a difficult one to commentate because so many people are watching these games, of course, in all these sports. They have no idea about so You've got to make sure you're educating the listener at the yeah. same time, giving the sport justice for the, the fans of the actual sport as well. So it's really difficult to do, but I'm really enjoying it. And it's made much easier when the girls and the guys are there scoring a lot of goals and playing as well as they are. And they've both their ticket to the quarterfinals in a, a few days' time, and now it's about finishing in the best position possible in their pools. It certainly is. Uh, we're chatting with Georgie Parker, of course, a uh, familiar name here on SEN, but doing some wonderful work in the commentary. Georgie, is your commentary and that of Alistair Nicholson just going into Australia, or is it a feed? I mean, just to explain to the logistics of your performance and, and, and the role you're playing. Yeah, so it's just, these ones are just going through Australia. So every sport has a host broadcast. So Channel 7, of course, have bought, and SEN have bought the rights to be able to grab those feeds, and then they have, they have the right to be able to do whatever they want with it. So um, we've got, for example, I'm working on hockey. You've got Andrew Bogut on the basketball, Liesl Jones and Ian Thorpe on the swimming, and then so we're going on top of that. And for the sports that we don't have as big of influence in, I guess, we're just taking the world feed and... Um, there's a, a, a lot of channels that you can watch yeah. everything on. So it's been so great. And I just think about, what, 15 or 15 years ago, how did we watch so much stuff? It would have been so much stuff that was missed. And there's so many storylines and upsets and defeats all through in all the games. And so it's so great where we watch so many of these games live and, and free as well. I mean, I don't think it's free over in America. They're really struggling for numbers because it's it's on a behind a paywall to be able to watch it over there. So we're so lucky here in Australia that we put so much respect on the Olympics and these athletes and so we can watch them all live. 100% we are. So just in your summary of the form of our, our hockey players, um, are we yeah. in gold medal form or is there still a fair bit of work to, go, to do and, uh, you know, um, hurdles to clear and hoops to jump through? Well, the men definitely are. I mean, they've gone into this competition ranked world number one. So you'd be remiss of us to think that they weren't in in a gold medal position. On the other side of their pool, they've got Belgium, who they just beat South Africa nine goals to two. So they've got a lot of firepower there, particularly on their short corner battery with Alex Hendricks, who is a a brilliant goal scorer there. We've got a couple up our sleeve as well, of course, with Blake Gubber, who's already got six goals in this Olympics so far. The record for Olympic goals for Australia is eight. So I think he'll be surpassing that over the, the course of the Olympics. And the, the women, look, they're, they're looking really good. They're looking cohesive and dangerous. I'm concerned in the other pool, it's some really dangerous teams. We've probably got the easier pool, which is good in a way because they're going to be getting through to the finals with confidence and wins under their belt. And they hopefully will finish top of their pool, particularly, especially if they win against New Zealand tonight. They should give them the top of their pool means they're not crossing over with some of the really strong nations in the other pool in the other pool in the women's comp you've got holland world number one 
you've got Germany, world number two, and you've got GB, who are the reigning Olympic champions. And Holland, for example, I'll just talk about how dominant they are in world hockey. Since the Rio Games, they've played 100 games of hockey. They have lost three games. Three, that's it. So they've got huge, huge record of wins and they're going to be really tough. So you want to do as much as you can to avoid them until you meet meeting them in the final. So hopefully the girls can do that by finishing top of their pool. TJ Wickham, who I had in the Sporting Goss studio uh, just over a month ago, and he actually was on the outer for a couple of uh, days because he, yeah. had con- he had concussion. He had a bout of concussion. And as before he left the studio, I just had, and I'll share this now because he's there, but I had a discussion. I said, are you certain you need to go? He said, yeah, mate, I'm in. There's no doubt about that. And then he, was, then he wasn't selected. And I went, something's gone wrong. And then he was among those late inclusions. And he scored twice and been a big part of what the Kookaburras are doing. Yeah, he definitely is. And it's a, it's a team that they're just so good and there's so much depth that I don't think anyone would have felt really confident with selection. And Tom Wickham, he's done it a really hard way. He debuted way back in 2012 and he, he still only played 60-odd matches for mm. Australia in that time because it's just such a hard team to break into. He was there for the prep of 2012 Olympics, didn't make it didn't make in 2016 so it's been 10 years in the making for him and Trent Mitten I know you had his dad on the other day and exactly the same for him he went to the 2014 com games 2018 com games he's been to world cups but hadn't actually been to an olympics after multiple campaigns so look it's a long road for some of these guys just because of the depth that we've had in Australian hockey we've been so dominant in the men's side for so long so you might think you're in and then suddenly you're not because a, a 22-year-old Tim Brand, for example, has come through and hasn't he been good? He's yeah. been so good for the Kookaburras. Whether he's scoring or is dishing it off to someone else to score, he's been really, really good. So I love seeing these younger players. Lockie Sharp's another one who's coming through and, and being really dominant as young players into this squad of hockey, of Kookaburras, I should say, that have some really depth in there as well with Eddie Ockham and his four-time Olympian. So no, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, very much so. You're doing a great job. Now, I want to just do a really quick spin on a couple of other things. Did you see, mm-hmm. have you read the story that Jess Fox's uh, metal hopes have been saved by a condom? No, I had a little bit of sleep. I got home very late, so enlighten me on the condom. Well, she had a problem with the front nose of her boat, and they had, couldn't get the uh, uh, Repairs done quick enough, so they grabbed a condom from the village and they put it over the nose of her boat, which um stopped leakage. That is incredible. I mean, they are very strong. <laughs> that is incredible stuff. And yeah. Jessie Fox, my heart broke for her the other day when yeah. she missed out on a, a gold medal for the K1. She's so dominant in that sport. She's the only female to win every single world championship in one year for the K1 and C1 at the same time. So... My heart broke for her, but isn't she just the most gracious loser? Yeah. I don't want to say loser, the gracious in defeat, I should say. Yeah. Um, being just so grateful that she was there on the podium and how special that is for her. She's a three-time medalist at the Olympics. So hopefully she can get that elusive gold medal in the C1, which is the yes. first time the C1 have been in the Olympics for the women. So it yeah. could be making history for her. Yeah. Are you on the armchair critic anytime soon? Yeah, armchair experts every day with um, old Cammy yeah. Luke, who yeah. is the biggest armchair expert of all, and Adam Cooney, who, do you know what? He's funnier than I give him credit for. He's a bit yeah. smarter than I give him credit for as well. So yeah. we're there every day dissecting the day, and it's really good fun um, giving us some fun facts. Cam gives us a something that he wants to change every 
an idea, Cam's Olympic idea, and some are absolutely useless, and some are actually pretty good. So it's really good fun. It is really <laughs> good fun. It is good fun sitting next to those uh, blokes. Now, last one for you. You and I have had a bit of banter pre-games about, you know, going for their personal bests and being satisfied with personal bests and coming away and say, oh, I did my personal best, but my belief is you go there to win and you try and win the games. Um, can I just play this to you? We talk about going to the games and being satisfied with, you know, a PB or a solid performance. Have a listen to Aussie boxer Sky Nicholson. It was really close. Yeah. You fought really, really well. And you still are the most successful female Australian boxer. What do you take from that? It means nothing to me. I don't care about that. I care about what I know I'm capable of and not achieving it. It's just really heartbreaking. Um, I came here with one goal and that was the gold medal and I truly believe that I was going to win it. So um, to go out now is really, really hard for me. That's what I'm talking about. Sky Nicholson is her name. I understand what you're saying there, but her personal best isn't a fourth. So that's the best for Australian competing at the Olympics. But she's won medals at World Championships. I'm pretty sure she won a silver medal. Just missed out on a gold medal at a World Championships for that. So... For her, I think it's different when, you know, if you're swimming at a, a personal best in a, in a race in the Olympics and, you, and you're coming fourth, you can't ask for any more than that. Sky Nicholson is an incredible boxer and, and she'll be disappointed because she didn't medal because she knew she could medal, as she has done in the past. So I think you, you I, I see what you're saying because, of course, I went to an Olympics and I was disappointed with how we finished. Um, because we didn't meet the expectation that we set on ourselves. Um, so I completely understand what you're saying, but I think you can't dismiss that when you've done as best as you can and you, sometimes your best just isn't good enough. Um, that's the reality of sport and life and everything you go in. Sometimes you're not good enough and that's just reality of it because somebody's just a little bit better than you and doesn't take away from the effort you've put into something. And when you can swallow that, you can really appreciate what you've done as an athlete or a person in whatever nope. work. And whatever you're talking about, whatever you're living in. Yep. Good spin. Hey, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for uh, providing some time. I know you're an incredibly busy girl and um, it, it's fantastic. Because, you, you, know, you know, when you're like unemployable for sort of 40 weeks of the year and all of a sudden you get inundated <laughs> with work and it all happens at the same time, this is your moment. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's funny. The boys at work are like, we're going to have to give you a daily insult just to keep your head from being able to fit through the door. But I tell you what, I'm only relevant for two weeks every four years. So uh, give us this three weeks as Olympics. And um, I love it. It's just the best. It's like Christmas for me. I just yeah. love it. Just watching everything and getting on board everyone. And yesterday was a great day. Three gold medals in an hour. So hopefully we can have some more success like that today. Yeah, you're a star. Love seeing what you're doing, Thanks, love. Mate. Keep up the good work. We'll chat soon. See ya. Bye.